the pod lab's coming along. I know. It looks beautiful. Thank you. It's From what be I can see on Instagram. Mostly soundproof. At Strange and Beautiful Book Club Podcast.com. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just a small little. I've got 32 followers now. Holy shit. Yeah. How many of people are actually listening? Five. I don't know, but it's just like a consistent 32. So I'm 99% sure that like 80% of them aren't bots. That's fantastic. That's yeah. a fantastic statistic. Yeah. Because you know the bots follow and then they unfollow. Yes, I do know that. Yeah. That's how sometimes, so when I post something on my business account, occasionally I will get like immediately 200 likes on a post and it's just a business bot page trying to get yeah. me to subscribe to their social media marketing. Right. You probably used like a generic hashtag, mm-hmm. some very non-specific hashtag. And mm-hmm. so they're trolling for that, mm-hmm. which is what happens when I use like podcast as the hashtag. I'll get those little like promoted on whatever comments, but whatever. It's a comment. I leave it. it pushes me up the algorithm. Yes, it does. Yep. Algorithm is playing games with your heart this week, too. <laughs> Rachel texted me and was like, for some reason, an old reel is getting way more traction. It had like <laughs> 29 views as opposed to like 12. And I was like, yes, ma'am. Don't try and understand yep. it. Just roll with it. In our last Forever Night episode, I was like, um, I'm basically like, I basically went viral. So I'm kind of a big deal now. <laughs> yep. I love that you were dubbed the, I don't know what you were using that gave you that little name for as a, what, what did it? Trendsetter. Trendsetter. I told you. It's like, you're not following any of the trends. You make the trends. You're a leader, my friend. <laughs> Adam Grant would be proud of you. Leadership. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> is it leadership or is it just striking off in a random direction? Writing your own path. Think not of. worrying about what people think. Yeah. What else can you do but, but be authentic? You know? Yeah. I think that as you've proved this last week, you got some hot takes <laughs> about things that people really like. <laughs> And I think there's a lot of room for opinions that yeah. are contradictive towards how most people feel. Yeah. Even Ryan, our other loyal fan, was like, I am shocked you guys didn't like everything I everywhere all at once. I love that about you and also feel a like, I, w- I was thinking about it. My first urge when you told me that was to like prove you wrong. Yeah. Like, no, 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 no. You're no, missing it's it. The That's, best. This yeah. is why this is so good. And then I was just like, no, you experience life differently than me. Like, it's perfectly okay. It was this huge lesson for me to go, oh, no, that's, like, perfectly normal and okay. Yeah, everybody likes different stuff. I'm not yeah. saying it's not a good – it's not something because, I enjoy. And yeah. what we're referencing is her episode that previously came out about – Everything, everywhere, all at once. Correct. Yeah. And I love the hot dog fingers. Yeah. I had no problems with the tone switching in the emotional moments – from really emotional to gag or joke. I watched it differently. I will say this, and I don't really think we have to like go into it, but I will still say this about that movie. There are a handful, probably under 10 movies in my life that I've seen in a theater where when that movie is over, I say, I will never experience a movie like that again. And some of those movies were Titanic, right? Yeah. Left that movie going, well, that kind of blew my mind out. Last of the Mohicans when I was an eight-year-old seeing it with my dad. Wow. 
<laughs> wow. <laughs> well, my life's different. I that movie had I love that movie. It made yeah. a huge impact on me. I saw it in a theater at the age of eight with my dad. Um, Mad Max Fury Road. I that was an experience. This was one of those movies. It was an experience for me. I think that the theater definitely gives you a kind of like rose-colored glasses. I'm less critical of anything when I see it on screen versus in my house. And I don't think I watch movies the same way you do. I just don't watch movies that same. Like, I'm not... It takes me so long to um, recognize um, that that just wasn't my experience. But when I listened to your pod... So many of the things that you were saying, I was like, yeah, I totally see what you're talking about. Yeah, I could see if I didn't like this thing, why this movie would constantly pull me out. Yeah. Right? I didn't have a direct problem with the hot dog fingers. I liked all the parts of the movie. I just felt like put together yeah. to me, it didn't make sense. But this movie also won awards for its editing. It's making a lot of, it's, it's winning a lot of awards. And yes. some of them for its editing. <laughs> and so I think that there was some novelty to the way that this, I mean, one of the ways this movie is described is genre bending. Yeah, genre bending. Well, and, right, but some of that genre bending were the things that you were like, can you just like not do that right now <laughs> like i'm really into this part of this movie yeah and you every time raccoonie <laughs> raccoonie is hysterical I, I i mean i'm not saying raccoonie is not funny <laughs> i know i know yeah and i and then i heard you not yeah. saying that yeah and i and i recognize what you were saying so what i'm my only stance on that is it was a great lesson because there was a part of me that was like offended. Like, can I even make podcasts with this woman for her to not see the value? But then when I also think about my love for the Marvel Cinematic Universe up to phase four, and I will not leave you. I will stick with you. However, I recognize all the con um, criticisms that you have, the things that you don't like about it. Like, I get that. And I'm, I'm just making, going into my 40th year, I'm making more space for other people to not like the same stuff and not be perfectly okay. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, I was just joking. I never, ever questioned whether or not yeah, I want to no, make I figured, I figured you were using hyperbole. I was. That's, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I was for sure. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I think one of the problems that I had with it, um, thinking at just having thought through it a lot. And then I watch it again with Leah. Um, and I didn't dislike it as much the second time, but I still found it kind of boring. Like it just, it didn't engage my interest. And I think one of the things I didn't like is the same problem I have with social media is I really struggle with a lot of like disparate input all at the same time where I'm getting like, this is a serious moment. This is a funny moment. This is like a middle of the road moment. And we, we cut them all together really quickly. And it's really hard for me to context switch that fast. Yeah. And in I, a movie. I would almost say that, um, I, I would lit- like, I would almost say that maybe one of the like macro discussions about this movie is that maybe this tone and all those tonal shifts is made for people who are constantly you know, exposed to content that's constantly changing. And as a person who doesn't social media constantly, it does feel jarring or abrasive or not giving you enough of the one thing that you really like. Yeah. 
And so maybe that is a like societal switch. I also think that perhaps you are, because, you know, you're introverted, like you have sensory things, potentially you're over, like not overwhelmed, but it feels so much bigger Yeah, that it's uncomfortable and not fun. Yeah. That's fair. You know? Yeah. When yeah, there th- were parts of the movie where I had to close my eyes, like where we do all of the, um, like her face is in the middle and we're switching through all the universes really, really fast. And yeah. you're seeing all the different like makeup and whatever. I couldn't watch it. Like I had to. It was, it was too, like it was a sensory overload. Yeah. And that makes total sense. So, you know, I think for people who would be, you know, not as like, what's a good word? Calloused to that constant content, boom, 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 boom. And to me, I was like, wow, this is incredibly stimulating and I love every moment of it. (laughs) I'm in this. Because I love being stimulated. It is so rare that I'm that stimulated (laughs) by something. Um, But yeah, I think it's actually really cool that your experience was so different. You know? And I hate, (laughs) I hate slash love that you are so like, what? What? Why don't I? She she called me. I called her, which I don't do, but I love to cold call every once in a while. But I think I had actually just texted you. Yeah. But fine. you're in the car. I think your daughter's in the car with you. Yeah. You're like, answer the phone. I don't know why I don't like it. I'm really, I'm really having a hard time with the fact that I don't like this <laughs> like, movie. Because it's universally loved. If it was like a 50, 60% movie, it could be like, okay, go either way. Right. But like 98%, it just won a Golden Globe. It's on track to go and win like more awards. Before. Two, two Golden Globes. Yeah. 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 And then for me to be like, Meh. which I don't always like award winning movies, but those are usually the, um, I mean, like there will be blood, like the dude, well, the dude movies, which I don't like that win. Those yeah. are usually the ones I'm like, okay, yeah, I get why I didn't like that. It's fine. I don't yeah. care that it won awards. I didn't love it because it's not my genre. This theoretically is your genre should have been my genre. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm really <laughs> happy that like a fantasy movie is winning a fantasy comedy movie. Yeah, and movie you're is not wrong. I do think that there wasn't one of the things that you guys mentioned was in a lot of intentionality. Like there's some bro sitting around going, Ugh, I love this. So let's make it like this. I don't think that the things that you disliked were as intentional as you think. Mm-hmm. I think they were more of a like symptom of the larger thing. And I mean, they may have been thinking about award shows ahead of time and go, well, if we want this to win awards, it has to be a comedy. Yeah. So we have to make it funny. But then when you read about the Daniels who wrote and directed it, I believe, I yeah. think that's also kind of their shtick. It is. I mean, so that's what Swiss Army Man is. Which I haven't seen. So I don't, I wish I had that to say, oh, 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 oh that makes sense. You know? If you watched it, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I can totally see that it's Got the it. same people. <laughs> Yep. It's really computing now. Yeah. So, but yeah. Anyways. <clears throat> you want to say hey to the friends? <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's like, I'll just cut this out and make it a separate episode. <laughs> Another little outtake. Uh, I liked our outtake. It was so cute. Yeah. It's awesome. I loved your music. Thank you. You're like, we're in transition. <laughs> it's some transitionary music. And like Audacity was freaking out. I had a whole other section, like the whole chunk where we're talking about Babylon 5. And Audacity was just freaking out. I ended up having to like cut it 
I don't know what Audacity, that's Audacity the, is. That's the program I use for oh. audio editing. Oh, okay. So I'll add it in this time. Yeah. I'll just chunk it out and throw it in chunk there. Chunk it out. It's fine. Chunk it. All right. Uh, <laughs> Chew? The, ki- the kids got fun dip for Christmas. It's amazing. And they didn't know how to eat it, neither one of them. I asked, okay, this is so random and I'm sorry that this is where my brain was, but I asked another young child friend of ours if they knew what a cigarette was and they said no. Isn't that amazing? Huh. Interesting. I was like, do you know what a cigarette is? No, I've never heard of that. I was like, yeah, (laughs) we are winning. (laughs) Maybe the world is slowly burning, but we are winning. Yeah. Have you watched, have you started watching Mayfair yet? No. Jeez. Do you know how long it takes me to get around to I know. Media? It's fine. It's fine. You're I'll like, do it. I need I'll you moving at I, my it's, pace. It's no, <laughs> no one sorry. has to move at my pace. I'm life in the slow lane. <laughs> and that's okay. And that is okay. You got other things to do, like really, really important things, like make sure that two human beings are well-balanced and emotionally intelligent beings and that they don't have to relive their childhood in their 20s. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, they'll be fine. Which. There's chips in the cuff of my pants. Sorry. You're saving them for later. (laughs) (laughs) What is that? Snack bag. There's chips in my pants. Is it a rolled cuff or is it a snack storage? (laughs) Yeah, you decide. just pack a snack with me everywhere I go. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow, I should undo these when I wash them. Anyway, sorry for that tangent. That's okay. Just, just noticed me. it and you were like, oh, God, I got to say this while I think about <laughs> Like, it. what is that? Oh, it's a Dorito. <laughs> uh, oh, nacho cheese flavored. <laughs> I told Matt, I'm trying to live a spoiler-free life. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> I'm trying to like. Yeah, like but she three, doesn't. Three times last night when we were our night, Rachel was like. Yeah. It's like well, spoiler life. And but you don't mind spoilers. No. So it's really I'm not that bad at it because I don't fucking spoil my shows. Yeah. Which I'm pretty into this and we'll spoil it. I'm not spoiling anything. Okay. Nope. Don't take away my authentic emotional reaction right. or something. So the gunship they can't attack. Right. So the gunship can sit there. Who's whose gunship is it? It's the company's gunship. And preservation hired them to get there. Well, preservation that they're the bond company. They so when they bought this the bond is all part of the bond of the exploration. But when they mission. Would you like to be on the third mic? We have a third mic. We now. have a third mic now. Well, I, you're going to show up. I'm going to have to cut all this out because it's. I'm just going to hear. Just get on the mic. Well, that's, that's get on the mic. <laughs> that's why I waited for a break. Okay, so well, so basically what it is is you when. Could. It could be like a small cameo. It's fine if you want to hop in. But preservation. Somebody at work was talking about the progress of their clover lawn, and they just got some new seed packets in the mail today. Yeah. And they were getting ready to spread them. This is when you realize you just hopped on three mics with two ADHD people. 
Are you trying? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you're right. It, it's about to get real hectic in here. Okay. Be on the podcast, so. Yeah. It's bound to. Maybe we should read yeah, a book we've... that is like a kid's book. Well, I thought we'd start with a movie. Oh, her. that's great. Because yeah, she has she, a lot of movies. She picked she out a movie that she wants to do on the podcast. She's going to be a secret, like secret guest star. Cameo. Cameo. Yeah. yeah. Se- a bonus episode. Bonus episode. Exactly. When you can join the Patreon. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you only get it if you um, $10 a month. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Ryan. <laughs> Hi, Ryan. <laughs> oh, is that who does? You have one? Yeah. He's yeah. Right. I guess my, I could subscribe. I should. I just got work. Patreon for the smutty art from. <laughs> so there's all these amazing smutty, smutty stuff. I'll send you the pic so you don't have to join. <laughs> um, but like really smutty art from Akatar. <laughs> yeah. I can see that. And like you can only get it if you pay $2 a month. I'm like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Pay $2 a month. For some to support an artist, dick absolutely. Of these cartoon characters, Psh. fictional males. It's fine. Yeah, it's funny. Um, have y'all watched that yet? Yeah, the kids. I've seen parts it. of it. The kid. It's the new. I. I've never seen Hamilton. I think I'm. I honestly, I think it was because my mom liked musicals so much that I just. I think, or maybe I just don't like them. I don't know the difference. I'll connect with myself on that. Yeah, it depends on the. I just don't like musicals. It's the pacing, probably, because it's the, the songs. The songs are always a stall. Like, we're not moving through the story when we're all singing a five minute song together. That's usually what bothers me. Is I'm like, I'm I'm over this emotional moment. I'm ready to move on to the next part, but we're all singing about it. Yeah, maybe. I like The Greatest Showman. I like that one. I've never seen that one. That one's really good. Oh Wolverine? my yeah. gosh. Okay, I was just looking at Matilda the musical. I was yeah. like, because you mentioned Hamilton. Right. I was like, oh, did Lin-Manuel Miranda he did it. do it? No, it's Tim Minchin. He's like a music comedian guy. Oh. How would we know him? He, um, oh. I know him because he has like a comedy song about being a ginger. Oh. Like only a ginger can call another ginger ginger. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. And no, <laughs> oh, no, for, no. Hold, hold thank on. Thank you hold for on. expressing the, your boundaries. The, and I will. The no joke longer. is the letter uh, ginger is an anagram for another word that you can't say. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. It's part of the joke. <laughs> oh, is he from here? No, he's not from oh, no, America. He's British. British. I was gonna say that does British not sound Australian. like somebody mm-hmm. who has ancestors who may have participated oh, no. in something that was really terrible and part of our history. That you yeah. know what I mean? I was like, yes. that does not sound like no, a joke that plays in America mm-hmm. at he, all. Only because he's British. Yeah, he has he, six six and CD releases, five DVDs, and multiple live comedy shows. That he's performed internationally. Yeah. Well, Matilda was, their musical in it was less like melodic and like sing-songy and more like we are singing dialogue. Yeah. Yes. And the kids, it, I think another thing that was really um, like stimulating and kept me reeled in was how great of performers these kids were. Yeah. So watching like five to ten year olds be perfectly choreographed and in syncs meanwhile i'm watching like a real life little kid 
recital and going, oh, there's a, that takes a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, <laughs> well, it plays out more as a lonely young girl's perception of the world. Right. Because she wants it to be full of more beauty than it actually is. Right. So all of these horrible things that are happening to her happen in song. Yeah. Because it makes it easier. And it makes more sense. Yeah. Than an adult with like, yeah. yeah. Or a cat so it singing about... Get out of here. It doesn't Mr. feel like, oh my God, we need to do a live watch along of the Cats movie. I really wanted to die one? never seeing that, but <laughs> if you really insist, maybe I that would, can be y'all. I would Hold only on, die yeah, with you guys. I the haven't new seen one? it. Yeah. Let's do Ooh. it. Out. Oh my God. I feel like we need to do I mean, like a Three Musketeers pact. Right? Rachel, <laughs> I really, for you, I'll do it. I don't drink, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I know. So at least we have, have alcohol to, to cushion our psyche. I have to take that with me <laughs> everywhere <laughs> I go. I have to live in sobriety with that experience. So let's you're re- gonna have to raw dog cats. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll eat a Delta Eight or something, <laughs> something legal and also mind altering. Hey, cut. cut. <laughs> Just kidding. No, no. Yeah, you're. Not, you got to cut out his name. Yeah, I cut his um, name. But uh, so I can really. Live experience. experience the cat assholes. Did they do the buttholes or not? I don't know. I haven't seen it. That's what I'm saying. We I all feel like they did it. the buttholes. Yeah, I, I haven't seen it. I've only seen the memes critiquing it and it's got in so... a heavily negative way. Yeah, it was a bad movie. It was a bad movie. Okay, so before the outtakes is longer than the episode, sure. can we get back to Martha Wells? For okay, like, let's yeah, wrap yeah, yeah. Mar- this up. Mar- Martha Wells. <laughs> Okay, Martha, we're wrapping this up for you. This is just for you. I mean, really, it's just the like. And then I read Psalm of the Wild Built, which Psalm of the Wild Built, ironically, the main character is non-binary. Oh, cool. Which it works really well in the story. Um, And it's I, I always love it when it's just it's not like it's not a part of the plot. It's just who the character is. Just like a main character is a woman or a main character is a man. It doesn't yeah. drive the story forward. It just is who, it's just their gender. Right. And so this particular main character didn't have a gender. Sure. And it worked for the yeah. whole story. Everything was really great in it. And it reminded me a little bit of like a modern day Siddhartha. Did you ever read Siddhartha? We had to. Yeah. Yeah. But it's more of a, uh, like an exploration of um, purpose and religion and... But it was really, really good. Okay. And the whole storyline was really good. And I kind of want to read all the rest of the stuff that this woman has written because it was so good. Oh, okay. And um, the main character is Sibling Dex, and they are a acolyte or like a monk of the god of small comforts. Oh. So one of their other monks wrote like a treatise on beds. And the importance of having a comfortable bed. It is the most important thing in the world. And I was like, I, I don't have a religion, but I would fully support following the God of small comforts. It was like the, the main character, Sibling Dex, is a tea monk. And they travel around and literally what their their outreach, their like missionary is they have like a um they have a uh like an RV. And they will pull up to a spot. I was going to say a mobile kiosk. And they'll roll out like a carpet with a bunch of plush cushions and like a little table and a boiling kettle. And people will just come and tell them their problems and they'll make them a special tea blend and send them on their way. 
and that's they'll just sit and have a hot cup of tea together. Wow, that sounds like a moon of sanctuary. It was a <laughs> it was a good break after yeah. uh, Serpent in the Wings of Night, which is intense. Okay, and I'm then, so happy to go home and read. And then the Never King, which was intense in a different way. Sure, in a like what in what am I reading? Yeah. And then a uh, it was an, I was like I need something with no sex in it. So I read yeah. that and I was like oh this is great. I'm so happy I read this. So I think it'll be a good balance thing for us to move through. Okay. Well, I can't read three books in two days, so. You don't have to do that. I have to read (laughs) so much. I was thinking, so um, we're splitting the pod. I don't know if anybody knows that or not. Yeah, we are. We're splitting the pod. And I get to have my picture with your beautiful face. So we're going to have book pod, which will be Strange and Beautiful Book Club, us. And then we're going to have movie pod. Yeah. We're going to split the two pods. But I was thinking if we get to like a big book, like Silver Flames again, and you, yeah. I mean, you can't make it all the way through, we can chunk it up. We can okay. do like half the book. Yeah. And well, half and the book we might whatever. need to do something like that for a book that both of us haven't read. Yeah. So, um, but we can figure it out. Um, I do want to go TV right now. Do you know what came out last night? No. The first um, Mayfair Witches. Oh, I think I saw that. It's I, good. Did you watch it already? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm in an appointment. Watch that. I don't have anything else to watch right now, so it'll be nice to have something on Sundays. Did Willow oh, wrap up? Oh, no. I have Willow. That's what I'm talking about, though. It's not that great. I mean, it's fine. But it, uh, yeah, like, yeah, I have it, but I'm not like, oh, Willow. But this was really good. I, I like what they're doing with Anne Rice's yeah. universe. Um, It's got that. Actress, I can't remember her name, but she's got these piercing blue eyes, and she was in White Lotus season one, and I really like her. And I really like the first episode. I was drawn to it. I will definitely watch it again. I haven't thought enough about it to really tell you. AMC did such a fucking amazing job with Interview with the Vampire. And I think that this one's going to be just as good. Then I'm, I'm willing to give it a shot. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, also, on your list of TV, Andor, I'm going to say that every time I see you. <laughs> Until you follow through. Yeah. Um, and two, maybe Raised by Wolves, just a couple episodes of it because it's so weird. And I think you're going to be like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. So maybe once we wrap up Forever Night. Oh, yeah. I forgot y'all are, y'all have a lot. How much more of that do you have? Uh, the rest of season Five. one. Season two and season three. <laughs> <laughs> In two years from now, yeah, we'll uh, have more TV But to I watch. do want to do... A third pod. I know that sounds ambitious. No, I don't think so. But like, uh, I want to do some like specific television show pods. Like that's the this this pod is this whole television show. And when the when we're done watching it, it's wrapped up. Like yeah. we we leave that complete. Well, and you can do um like uh, what limited series. Yeah. 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 We could take a break after Forever Night season one and do a different thing and then come back to season two. We'll figure it out because I still want to watch um, Babylon 5 with you, which don't watch it yet. We'll watch it together. Okay. Because I feel like it will improve if we chat about it each time. Sure. Because you won't feel like you have to binge watch it. Yeah, because it's a lot. It's I would. I think I would, if we have, I think I really value an appointment watch. And so if we did 
do it that way. I think it would feel more authentic for me. And it's the way those television shows were designed to be experienced. Exactly. They are not designed to be binged watched. That's no. why they feel ridiculous when you just sit down and well, watch them one after the other. After because the other. it's so repetitive in yeah. certain things. It's yeah. like watching. What was the first show that I realized, oh my God, this is the worst show to binge. Um, it was the Shonda Rhimes show. Oh my God, what is it called? It's the one with Kerry Washington. Scandal. Uh, Did you ever watch Scandal? No. Oh, amazing show. But they would use the same language over and over and over. And if you watched it, it became cringy. Yeah. Well, it made sense when you had these week-long gaps. Right. And you had to remind people and you wanted to bring new people in. Yes. There's no way to rewatch There's it. There's no way to rewatch it. Yeah. Absolutely. It's like we're watching Forever Night. We're within the first half of the first season and they just reused footage. Like straight up, just reused footage. And when you don't have a way to rewatch something, it wouldn't matter. You'd be like, "Did they use it before?" I don't know. I don't know. Maybe and, you missed that episode. Yeah, and that was the whole conundrum before TiVo was you couldn't you couldn't have TiVo. Jeez, you I mean TiVo started the DVR thing. Yeah, so, yeah. And, but you couldn't have long story arcs because you could lose people if somebody was on vacation and they missed that episode so it kind of had to be monster of the week it had to be monster of the week in yeah. order to keep and there was like six networks you were competing with like five other television yeah. shows and that was it the first network show that didn't mean to be binge worthy but super was was arrested development yeah did it you was, watch arrested? i loved arrested development. it's perfect yeah. it's literally oh i meant to tell you this too ha <laughs> Uh, I almost sent this to you. I read through, uh, I saw some random list. It was like Rolling Stones top 100 TV shows of all time. Yeah. And you know what number five was? What? Fleabag. <laughs> and I was like, I feel so validated. Nice. I feel so validated because yeah. it really is like my, my number one of all time. Um, but I was like, yeah, it's, yeah. other people think it's good too. Um, <laughs> But yeah, Arrested yeah. was so meant for binge watching. Yeah. And then everyone credits Sopranos with being one of the first. That like, was actually the number one. Long story arc. Everybody credits Sopranos with that. But Babylon 5 predates Sopranos. It's just that you don't get the same. Okay, first of all, it's sci-fi. So you're not going to get the same audience. Right. You're never going to get the same audience that. The Sopranos, Sopranos was going to get. Um, but it's written, the entire thing written, season one through season five, before yeah. it was ever aired. Yeah, you said that. So you get, you do get story arcs. They're just subtly done. Because it's like, if I'm the type of person who watches every single episode, I'm going to get them. And I'm going to see them. And I'm going to really explore and like enjoy them. But if I'm the type of person that watches occasionally, and sometimes I forget or like I want to watch the game or whatever, um, I can still enjoy episode to episode. Yeah. And so it had to walk that line, and it does it extremely well. And it's such a like low budget. Un you know what I love but about I, I almost liked um, the computer generated pieces of it they did really they did really good with it and they actually like consulted like nasa consulted with them on the design of the like star furies yeah and they had somebody write in and was like the the spaceship is or the like space station is spinning too fast it like gravity wouldn't work gravity wouldn't work slow and it so down they they changed it like when when babylon 5 was airing it had a huge forum 
that was like super active and J. Michael Straczynski, like the main writer was active on it and he would like take fan like feedback on the forum. Wow. Such as they made it such a small world. Yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah. That's amazing. So it really became this kind of like love letter between like people people watching it and J. Michael Straczynski, the writer. And so it, it's just, and the characters grow so much. And what I love about a lot of the early television show is everything that we watch now is really couched in like irony or like nothing is truly optimistic. Sure. Everything is that little Ted bit. Ted Lasso is, I'm sorry. Everything's that little bit of, um, it's, it's going good for now. Yeah. And this was great, but that now what happens? And so you get a very like naive view when you watch the early television shows where they're like, like, uh, the second season you get a new captain and it's, um, of Babylon five of Babylon. And that was intentional. Um, no, the first guy left. And so every character has like a backdoor that you could write them out and write somebody else in without changing the overall storyline. Oh, nice. And so they write the first guy out and then Bruce Boxleitner is the main character. He's Tron. Tron is the captain Mm. in the second season. And he is like, unabashed golden boy no flaws perfect character and it works it works because the whole tone is that you need this golden boy you need this character that always tries to make the right decision even if sometimes it doesn't work out the way they want them want it to they're always trying to do what's right right and you need it you need it and it works yeah. Where you couldn't, that character now would just get skewered. Like they're, they're, they're two dimensional. They don't have like range. They're too perfect. They need to have flaws. It would be like a, you couldn't have that character now. And a right. lot of people criticize that character, but you're looking at him through the wrong lens. Right. You ha- And yes, it's a largely white cast. Yes. It has nineties problematic bullshit in yeah. it. I mean, you're just yes gonna, yes. Yeah. You're gonna, right. Cause it, yeah. that's when it was made. Right. That's the world it was made in. Right. And so I don't know. I just, uh, I love Babylon five and I don't think it gets remembered the way it's as a ground, as groundbreaking of a show as it was. Yeah. What were you saying that Sopranos gets credit for? Being one of the first like continuous storyline television shows. Really? Yeah. Maybe I'm just, I just don't know because everything after that was. Yeah. I go, I, I guess I didn't watch TV. Wouldn't like The Wire out? Again, I don't have my phone. 1999 is when The Sopranos started. I'm going to look. Yeah, I. that's crazy. Yeah. That's why I want to do like a whole pod just on Babylon 5. Yeah, that would be cool. And I'm, we get I'm some for it. like fucking amazing writing. Two characters, um, Jakar and Londo, become like lightning 2002, in a bottle. you're right, Sopranos. Yeah. Was first. I didn't realize that. So they kind of like changed everything. Yeah. Because people were really obsessed with the Sopranos. Yeah. That wasn't for me. I didn't. It wasn't for me. No. No. And I, um, that's why when I see it on the top of the list, I'm like, I don't understand because eh. I've never watched it. Yeah. But I mean, I, I don't know. I just, it's a myth to me. It's a dude show. It's a dude show. That's because yeah. dudes write those lists. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. It's a dude show written by dudes 
about dudes for dudes. Yep. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. Yep. So I sure it was great. I'm sure it was great, but that wasn't for me. 